0: Good morning it's a nice you from here I can see everybody's face instead of seeing back my name is Ron Skaten's not <laughs> this is one of uh, those uh, imposter game you know you know that game you tell three lies and then two of the, one of them is untrue or something like that right called the imposter so one is I drive a Mustang that's Ron's skate, right? He yeah. drives a Mustang. Two, I was in Indonesia in 2019. That's Ron skate also, because he was in Indonesia in 2019. And third, I walked every morning. Well, that's a tricky question, because I walked also every morning. But Ron walked with his dog. He walked his dog every morning. So anyway, I'm, I'm very honored and blessed to uh, substitute for him. He has a uh, little problem in his yard work, but he's back in the saddle next Sunday. So today you buy one and get one free. <laughs> uh, today, the 16th of October, uh, six, 1793, that was the day that uh, Marie Antoinette was a guillotine. That no. was a uh, sad day in the French Revolution. But anyway, uh, what we're going to do for the next 36 minutes is to take a little journey together across the pond four times, two times to Europe, and two times to Africa. And I'm going to share with you my observation of the richest country on Earth and then the poorest country on the globe. But does anybody recognize what church is this one? You get it right, you get a prize. <laughs> it's not in the United States. i give you a clue. It's in Scotland. St. Oh, good for you. Bill, you got a prize. No, no, I was in the class when you talked about it. <laughs> oh, you? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you get the prize anyway. In fact, I have a better prize for you (laughs) because I have a book on Jordan. I know you're going to Jordan, so here's a little magazine in Jordan. So the St. Giles Cathedral, which, according to Ron, is a mother church of Presbyterianism. And we're going to talk about how to serve God and country. And you probably remember what Ron always say at the end of the service. The sermon, you go nowhere by accident, right? Wherever you go, God sends you there. Wherever you are, God places you there. And he told me that it was not his benediction; it belonged to a gentleman named Dick Halverson, who was the chaplain of the U.S. Senate and also the uh, pastor of his church. He was uh, his church was Fourth Presbyterian Church. In Bethesda, Maryland. So the journey began actually on August 31st. I was asked by the World Affairs Council to moderate a book discussion. It was a book on James Baker written by a lady named Diana Negroponte. She wrote about the skills that James Baker had on negotiation and this was only at the end of the Cold War. And I happened to be at the White House at the time, working for George H. W. Bush. So i known Diana for a long time. I met her in 1994, when her husband, John Egaponte, was ambassador to the Philippines. And we sort of stay in touch, and I got to spend more time with her when John and I served together at the United Nations. I, I, know, her, I know her well enough to ask her personal questions. So, but before I asked her in public, <laughs> I asked her <laughs> privately, I said, can I ask you something about the royal family? And she said, yes, uh, 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 was Diana, Lady Diana, named after you? She said, no. And so what happened if the queen died? And that's what she said in the discussion. When I asked her, she said that she wouldn't be surprised if the queen lived to be over 100 because... Her mother, Queen Mary, lived to be 101. So that was August 31st. Uh, a week later, I was in Scotland, and I was not too far from Balmoral when she died. And that's, uh, behind me was a picture of the Queen with the honours uh, uh, of Scotland, and this is, was uh, taken in Holyrood Palace. You know, in Edinburgh, Holy Road is at the bottom of the Royal Mail, uh, royal, royal Mile <laughs> and Edinburgh Castle is at the top. Uh, you walk down the Royal Mile, you hit. So the process, uh, as you remember, the Royal Funeral, she died in Balmoral, two days after she anointed the new Prime Minister, distrust. That was, was her uh, last act official act as a queen, and uh, Lee Stress was the last person she saw before she died, beside her family. So she, di- she anointed her on Tuesday, and she died on Thursday. And uh, Baltimore Castle, she, they brought her body to Aberdeen and then to Edinburgh, and that where she lay rest, uh, rest in, <coughs> what is it called, lying state, right, for the family in Holyrood, and then she was brought to St. Charles Cathedral. That's our mother church. I was there, you see the barricade. I was there the day before she was brought in. So it was quite a, a timely moment, and like Ron said, you know, you don't go anywhere by accident. And Ron was quick to point out that she died as Presbyterian, because Scotland is, <laughs> is a Presbyterian country, right? She was not an Anglican when she died, she died as Presbyterian. And if you remember, St. Giles is quite, quite beautiful. It was built in 1124. And I usually add one of my favorite verses in there and look at the ceiling. Very beautiful. So I was there uh, uh, when she passed away. And I came back to San Antonio for one day and then I went to Africa. This is at a church in Lusaka. And uh, you know when I speak or give testimony it's always about hope because my mother told me to never give up hope no matter what happens and that's what kept me alive. And the name of this church is Hope in Christ. Now the one that is not in the picture here is that uh, I was invited to speak at a maximum security prison. And that was quite a surprise because I was actually on a Christian uh, Motorcycle Association. What uh, trip? What we normally do is to go to remote villages, to donate motorcycle to pastors. I've been only to Guatemala, to uh, Paraguay, Costa Rica. So these are all Central America and South America, and we normally donate uh, Japanese motorcycle. But uh, for this trip, somehow the missionary. Uh, have an idea to uh, sort of interact with inmates, which uh, 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 are quite in a difficult situation, especially in poor country like Zambia. So before I spoke at this church, I was taken to a maximum security prison, which was quite sensitive because we could not take any picture, we could not do anything, but I was asked to give a testimony. And I spoke about hope. I spoke about hope. I, uh, I told them my story. I, first, I said, for the matter of simplicity, my name is Tex from Texas. <laughs> and they were looking for John Wayne or Chuck Norris or Robert DeWall, but they found this uh, Asian looking guy standing in front of them. And I uh, came up telling a story until the point where I said that I was at one point Ambassador of the United States to the United Nations and I dealt with 192 Ambassadors, including one from Zambia. That was even more confusing uh, because they didn't see uh, somebody like George Bush. But I, I carried crosses with me all the time when I travel. And the message on hope was not lost because at the end, I put a cross in his the translator hand he spoke very good English but there are some words that he didn't understand like re, uh, uh, recidivism uh, he didn't understand that I had to set re-offending or something like that so I put a little cross in his hand and I asked him can you tell me in uh, three seconds what is it in your hand and he said hope Yeah. so that was not lost but anyway, uh, so we were taken on a tour and the condition, I've seen a lot of prison units here. You may remember that I said on the Texas Board of Criminal Justice. Uh, our job is to make sure that the people who made a mistake by making a wrong turn in their life uh, are well equipped when they turn to our society and our community, they'll become positive members of our societies. And uh, But the condition there was, was tough. And surprise, 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 they, we were taken to the death row unit. There were some 350 death row inmates. And I don't know why they brought in us there, because there is only one entrance to that area. And uh, anything can happen. Uh, I stay close to the gate, but nothing happened and uh, when I visit the uh, prison here, I usually try to make something. Usually I make crosses. And I try to make one cross, but uh, everything has to be done by hand, you know. The, you saw a piece of wood, you had to do it by hand. And the inmate almost cut my finger off. Uh, uh, so I, may, I, <laughs> I could have left a piece of myself in the prison in, in <laughs> Zambia, but he did not. But I said, okay, let, let, let I, I just take the wood and I'm going to make it in. Uh, in uh, texas so their second visit after my speech at the uh, church was this one this one was much better because they allowed us to take picture at least outside the unit and they were uh, very very open to uh, a lot of things so the man i shook hand with is uh, assistant commissioner he was like the number two guy in their correction system at the end, I just like many Asian, you know, I present my business card to him and he look at it. It's oh, my goodness, you should have told us we would have received you more properly. I said, no, I came here as a Christian brother. So we've been in touch and my hope that we are able to help them out because the conditions there is really very bad. So in Lusaka, we stay at the missionary airport. This is a missionary mission where they have pilots and planes to fly uh, Uh, doctors to remote bush uh, uh, hospitals and uh, this plane was equipped to do elephant survey you see all the antenna on the left side and camera and so on and so forth so I asked them how do you recognize which elephant was counted and which was was not and they said they had to do it at a very condensed time of about three weeks and they had to do it all the time like four or five hours a day so I, I wanted to see how Lusaka looks like from the air, so I took a plane up there. And uh, my uh, friend of mine in London told me that there's a really important building in Lusaka on Cha Cha Cha, you know, like the dance on Cha Cha uh, Road. And I went there after my visit to the maximum security prison, and the traffic was like this. So not to be outdone by the traffic, I decided to see it from the air. And my God, I mean, those uh, streets around Cha, Cha 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 were all parking lots. I mean, the traffic didn't move. So from Lusaka, we went to uh, the south, Sinazongwe, which is near the Zimbabwe border. And uh, this is uh, really one of the poorest countries, o- poorest region on earth. On the way, you see a lot of charcoal, you can buy them for your barbecue. Uh, this is Sichaya, Zambia, and then we were staying at a lake uh, called Lake Kariba, which inspired me to write this because it's so serene, so peaceful, but it's full of hippos and crocodiles. So this is the situation where you can look but don't touch. <laughs> don't go close to the shores. You know, the crocodiles could jump off the water. There I learned how to make Neshima. Nishima is a staple dish is like mashed potatoes, so you keep, right, to keep on doing that. And one of the cooks was helping me holding the, the pot. Baobab trees are some of the oldest trees on earth. I mean, they can live to be a thousand years old. And there I was with Pastor Bernard, uh, the pastor that hosted us. We went to from church to church, I think we visited three churches. This is our church. Uh, We went to donate school articles, hygiene products, uh, clothing, food, and even motorcycles. Now, in Zambia, we got Indian motorcycles. As I mentioned, in the Western Hemisphere, we have a Japanese uh, motorcycle, but Indian motorcycles are available there. So this pastor Bernard and his family, one of his daughter was going to get married. Is she, I think, she's getting married next month. So he gave each of us a doormat I'm um, holding and a, uh, a scarf that says Zambia. So here is this church Sinazese. That's where we gave uh, the motorcycles. And back to the lake, uh, nothing over there. But at night it just lit up. I thought there was another town on the uh, side, on the Zimbabwe Zimbab- Zimbab- side, but these are lights of fishing boats. It's just so amazing. Suddenly everything lit up, and then in the morning, nothing. Now, there is a Presbyterian church in, in Livingstone, it, David Livingstone Memorial Presbyterian Church. If you remember, you know the famous sentence, Dr. Livingstone, I presume. That's it, that's him. He, w- was he, he was Presbyterian, yes. You, you never knew that, right? I didn't know that either. But he was the first European to see the Victoria Falls, and they built a, a m- monument to him. Now, this is a uh, kicker. Before I left, I found a street that has my name on it. <laughs> Can you believe it? All the places in the world, I have a street <laughs> with my name on it. See Chan, go. go. And this was known as the Royal Mile, just like the Royal Mile in, in Edinburgh. So this from Royal Mile in Edinburgh to Royal Mile in, in Scotland, in, in uh, Livingstone, Zambia. It took me 45 hours to get back from Livingstone to my home here. And then t- uh, I went to another trip. On the way back I met Nelson Mandela in Johannesburg. (laughs) Now, this is uh, a very interesting piece of information for you. There is an exhibition on Nelson Mandela at the George Bush Library in College Station, and incidentally they are going to rededicate the United Nations exhibit on October 24th, which is the 77th anniversary of the United Nations, and they asked yours truly to do the honor so if you are free come on over October 24th it's a Monday 11 o'clock but you should go there at the opening in the museum because you can see the Mandela exhibit and you see the train engine that pulled his uh, funeral train uh, on December 5th 2018 and you see a lot of things and you can take a picture in the Oval Office so, oh, you were there when we, oh, yes, uh, you were, uh, we were there on April 15, yeah, when uh, Notre Dame got uh, fire, uh, got in fire. So here in Gatesville, Texas, uh, this wonderful lady, she is the expert of Braille, and she's teaching inmates. This is a female inmate in call, what you call it? Round Top, Gatesville, Texas, and they translated my book into Braille. And this is a copy of the first chapter. The first. Yeah. So if you want to see Braille, how Braille look like, or uh, you can read Braille. Come on over after that. So Mrs. Billman is a wonderful lady, and that's an inmate who did the translation. And I said a moment ago that when I visit, I want to keep my hands dirty. So there, I was making a cross, crosses, with a cloth in this unit uh, they are refurbishing school buses and fire trucks and they gave me a school bus right there i was holding in the texas department of criminal justice program they have uh, we have something called field ministers these are inmates that have long sentences and they uh, They are trained in the Bible College in Rochelan, South Houston, four and a half years. And I always enjoy interacting with them because they are so knowledgeable of Bible. And uh, a few of us, uh, I think Sinead was there, and uh, and Rick is not here. Rick Lane and uh, Will Etheridge and uh, Joe Moore. Joe uh, went there to, to a unit here. And I always uh, ask, I spend uh, uh, quite a lot of time with them, interacting with them, you know, ask what is your favorite verse, so who would you like to have dinner, you know, you can, you can host dinner for three people. One guy said he would like to have Hitler, Bonhoeffer, and Jesus Christ. I mean, can you believe having Bonhoeffer and Hitler together at a dinner? but uh, so the film is this. and there's so much talent on the other side of the law I mean they were painters they were carpenters they were all kind of artists so this is a drawing you recognize one person in the center <laughs> done by an inmate in Huntsville and you remember reading this September issue of First Press I, uh, Linda and the uh, Women with the shirt gave him a, a good introduction, and at the end, that's picture right here. They put that up, hang uh, and Dorothy put that up there because it tells a story about the American Revolution. But he uh, f- that was the first sketch, and a few months later, this guy, Rivera, finished the product. There we are, yeah. And this is the one, see, I mean can you believe, (laughs) so you can ask yourself where would you live and what time of the history would you live, if you can live in a period, and I chose that time, because it's 1780, Washington was 48 years old, Lafayette was 20 and I was secret, Okay, what else we do? And this is a class uh, called Fair Upon Class. These are the field ministers and the life coaches that are taking uh, lessons to advance their biblical knowledge. And this was in a unit called Wainwright, which is in Huntsville. I spoke to them about my recent trip, and one of them asked, how is the condition in Zambia? <laughs> you would not imagine how it is, but you're lucky, you're lucky to be here. <coughs> making a box, making a folder, and there are scriptures everywhere, scriptures everywhere in the, in the units. There is another group of field ministers, some of them I get to know quite well, because I see them a few times already. And this is Livingston, Texas, so I moved move from Livingstone, Zambia, to Livingston, Texas. <laughs> One week I was in Livingstone, uh, another week I was in Livingston. So here is uh, Sandy, this is what Joe, Joe wrote an article in the current issue of, uh, of First Press, you should check it out. This is the article. He told the story of uh, our prison ministry history because actually Sandy Sturge and Ann Smith were the two who started out. And uh, we are going to have a volunteer training on November 5th from 8 to twelve, and it should be in the bulletin. So if you really want to impact lives even more, especially those on the other side, uh, I encourage you to uh, come and take that lesson. We had it last time, where yeah, Joe and Sinead and I took class, and Bob also, I think, uh, but it was on Tuesday, so people came to us and said, that, why don't you do it on a weekend? So we are doing it on a weekend, November 5th, from 8 to 12. And Joe, Joe was smarter, he, so he put uh, Hebrews thirteen three. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them. But to me, personally, I I use this one, Matthew 2536, because I was in prison in Thailand after I escaped from Cambodia. And I was in prison and you visited me. So that's our little journey together, and uh, I have a little bonus for you. Uh, You probably remember that I usually like to... uh, Bill is getting ready already. He knows what it is. All right, if you can tell which church is this in three seconds, then you get another prize. So wha- what do you think this one is? L- yes, that can throw up. Okay, that's Bath Abbey. Bath Abbey is quite old. It's they started to build in 1675, and they didn't finish until 1611. So what is this? I give you a clue, it starts with a C, as in Canterbury, <laughs> Canterbury Cathedral. This one is a, not a church, it's a castle. You remember a Braveheart movie? Robert de Bruce and William Wallace? That's Sterling. Stirling Castle. This one is in Edinburgh and it's not Presbyterian. <coughs> It start with an E, as in Episcopalian. St. <laughs> Mary's. St. Mary speaks So that's uh, that my, one of my favorite verses there. Put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. I think you recognize this one. Remember the Royal Mile on top of the hill? Mm-hmm. Yes. Edinburgh Castle. Now, this is in Kilvening, about two hours west of uh, Edinburgh, west of Glasgow. And the famous, what, what makes this place so famous is that it's the site of the oldest archery club in the world. It was found archery, archery, archery club. Archery. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, the club name is Papingo, so they call it Kilvening Papingo. It's founded in 1483. And what they do is that they have pigeon uh, shooting competition, pigeon clay. They shoot the pigeon on from the top of the Abbey, and the, the competitor try to follow the pigeon and shoot it down. And I want to sign up, but I haven't found a way to, uh, uh, to be an honorary member, a non-resident member yet. <laughs> Now, you may not know this, or may, you may not have seen this, but we, do, we did have an embassy in Texas. The UK was the second country we sent an embassy. The first one was in France. If you go to Place Vendôme, the sign is still there. République de Texas. Legation. So this is easy to find. It's in St. Jai- James. So that's it. We end in Texas, in London. Thank you very much. you have any questions? Thank you. You know, I started out by saying that the Marie Antoinette was guillotined today in 1793. 10 years earlier, in 1784. If you remember seeing that TV series uh, called John Adams, uh, there was a scene where the three founding fathers were in Paris, Franklin, Adams, and Jefferson. They were in a garden, they were talking about their next chapters of life. Franklin said, I'm going back to Philadelphia and Mr. Jefferson has been named by Congress to replace me. And Jefferson said, nobody can replace you. I can merely succeed you. And that's what I told Ron, nobody, I, I, nobody can replace you, I can merely substitute for you for one day but you buy one and get one free. <laughs> so Ron is back uh, next Sunday and uh, he'll continue the teaching at the British class. Any questions? Do we have time for question or no? Oh, we are making good time. The most surprising thing that God revealed to you the last six weeks? I think that's that a good question. I think the most impactful uh, part of this whole trip is uh, the interaction with the inmates in Zambia. Because I never, never expect to speak to the inmates in a maximum security prison in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Was and that as traumatizing you ca- to you? Pardon me? Was that traumatizing from your past? No, actually I found that as a blessing. Okay. I found that as a blessing. And uh, I think the most biggest blessing was when I put that cross in the man of the translator and without hesitation he said hope. Yeah. Yes. Could you, could you get a sense of how the message was received by the prisoners? That, yeah, I, that, that's a good question. Uh, he walked with me all the way through the tour and I want you know when I am with inmates I never ask them why are you here? I never. I never ask him. But this Guy felt enough confidence to tell me by why he was there. He said, I, uh, I made, uh, they, ch- they accused me of a crime that I did not commit, and here I am, uh, and I just say, S- stay strong in the Lord. And he did a good job because he is quite a well versed person in the uh, Bible, also. And that's probably how I felt, and uh, he did hear the message of hope. And I told him, I said that my testimony, never give up hope, no matter what happens. That's what my mother told me since I was a child. And hope kept me alive in some of the most difficult circumstances. Yeah. And uh, another thing that you probably notice this too when you travel in uh, in uh, uh, country, uh, Christian countries uh, you see so many verses and so many scriptures written on buses and trucks. I mean, a van, a family van would say, never lose hope. And then a woman would wear a t-shirt and say, God is good all the time. And this and that, uh, John 3.16, you can see all over. And that is really touching. It's a big town like Lusaka and in the small villages like Sinizongwe. Yeah. Do you have a picture of the cathedral in Pampa? Uh, I do, but I don't have it here. I sent it to you. First first Press. Yes, uh, First Press uh, in Pampa. Yeah, I, I collect a lot of pictures. When I travel by road, I usually stop at courthouses and churches. There are some churches that have amazing history. Yeah. But I have, a, I have a few pictures of first press and pamper. Yeah. Any other question? Don't forget November 5th, right here at room 302. Where do you go next? Where do I go next? Uh, Orlando. Actually, Ron and I are going to Orlando uh, because I've been elected to the board of the World, World Reform Fellowship that uh, that Ron has been on the board so thanks to Ron I've been elected so I'm going to be installed uh, late October on the board and that's a board that met in Jakarta in 2019 when I went with him uh, to the to the board uh, meeting and they didn't meet during the COVID now they met in they're going to meet in Orlando World Reformed Fellowship and Ron is very active in that organization. Yes. Tom, you uh, any any other question? Well, I'll be around if you want to see the painting close up. Oh, one more thing. Do you know that all the signs that you see on a highway is made by inmates? They are all made by inmates. You know, turn right, turn left. Uh, uh, McAuliffe uh, Avenue or whatever and your license plate also I made my image so I will visit uh, plan one day and I decide to make one for myself <laughs> <laughs> well I you know when the when the warden asked what do you want to put on the plate I said I don't know so uh, I was working on the computer on the graphic design when I get to the machine I saw my picture there. I said, all right, then it's going to be on my license plate. I haven't decided to put it on yet. I don't want anybody to recognize my car. So here it is. Can somebody uh, say a prayer, especially for Ron, so that he will be back with us for sure on Sunday? Closing, anybody want to say a closing prayer? Lynn, you want to do it? Oh, you, you raise your hand? Okay, good. Go ahead. Father, we thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you for the glory and magnificence of your world. And the fact that people can interact in your love everywhere. We thank you for the information brought to us today. Sharing the Christian hope. We guide and protect us all. Amen. Amen. All right. All uh, right. My pleasure, thank you, my pleasure, pleasure. thank you.